Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Good morning, Christian America. This morning, as we get ready to start this week, I want to come to you and remind you that our focus, our ultimate focus, our ultimate goal, our ultimate desire is Jesus. All roads lead to Jesus. Everything, anything that you can think of throughout your day, throughout your life, throughout your community, everyone, every person, every conversation, every word, every uh, emotion, every thought, the end game, the ultimate goal, and all these things should be Jesus. Your ultimate vision should be eternity with Christ. Let's talk about that more as we focus this week, as we give thanks this week, the week of Thanksgiving, uh, for the blessings that we have. Let's refocus our efforts. Let's refocus our thoughts. Let's refocus the works that we have in plan, that we have planned, that God has has laid out in advance for us. Let's focus them on Christ. Good morning. Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American community and the Christian American t-shirt company coming to you again on another beautiful day. Ladies and gentlemen, you are the Christian American community. We are the Christian American community. We are, as believers in Christ, those that understand uh, that we have a responsibility because we have been shown the truth. We have been given God's revelation, and we choose to believe it to be tr- to, to be so. No one forces us to believe it so. We are not uh, in a in a country or a society in which religion is forced down upon you. You are free to choose this way of life. You are free to choose to understand that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, that God has placed us here. He has made man in his own image, and he's provided his revelation, his guidance in the uh, sacred scripture on how to live and how to be, how to be a person, how to be a, a uh, spouse, how to be a parent, how to be a elder in the community, how to follow and, and yet how to lead. Jesus provides all of these things. Scripture provides all of these things, and we have responsibilities inherent because we know these things we have a responsibility we have duties we have a role to play within our society we have a role to play within our community we have a role to as believers to lead others to christ not to lead others to ourselves that's not the goal and it should never be the goal and and far too many people uh i think forget that that's not the goal and they become uh their own uh, God to themselves and they start to lead people towards themselves that is never the right way that is never uh, it should never be the case especially those who lead in the Christian American organizations we should always be guided uh, towards Christ everything that we do everything that we say everything that we think everything that we participate in the words that come out of our mouths come from our heart and our heart should be filled with Christ they should be they should be filled with Jesus. Jesus is alive. He's alive every single place and every single day, every single fiber of your being. Jesus has a part to play. He understands you. He sees you. He listens to you. If you ask, you you shall receive. Not my words. Jesus's words. Also Jesus's words. We want to focus on today because we're giving thanks this weekend or this week. This Thursday is Thanksgiving. It's a it's an American holiday, yes, but its traditions come from uh, uh, Christianity. Its traditions come from the idea that we should give thanks to the Lord Almighty 
for the blessings that we have. No matter how large, no matter how small, they are important and he has provided us. He provides us with blessings and and, and uh, outstanding uh, highs and he gives us challenges with lows. The uh, I'm sure the winter that the that the um, pilgrims faced didn't seem like a blessing, but it made them tougher. It made them more resilient. It 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 encouraged the bond between them and the Native Americans. And then when they overcame those those tough winters, they overcame uh, those. Uh, poor crop seasons, when they overcame the struggle and the obstacles that faced them, they were able to come together in relationship and friendship and fellowship and share uh, a meal, break bread with one another, regardless of the differences within the two societies, within the differences within the two cultures, within the differences of the two communities. They were able to come together around and give thanks to Lord Almighty for the blessings that they've uh, that they have and the challenges that they've overcome. And we tend in America uh, not to look at the challenges that we face, the obstacles that we face as a blessing. These are weights among us. And what weights do when we lift them is they make us stronger. When we, uh, when we pick up strong weights, we, we grow our muscles, we strain them, they struggle, uh, they're sore. And so they, they, that that period of time lasts a period of time, but once they've healed, once they've overcome, you're stronger then than you were before. The challenges that we face in our society, the challenges that we face in our communities, the challenges that we face personally within our own families, within our own interpersonal uh, issues that we have with maybe our spouse, maybe our children, maybe our parents, maybe our brothers and sisters, maybe our neighbors, whatever they, maybe they are employers, maybe our uh, professors, maybe, you know, wh- wherever it is that you're in, that you interact with the world, there may be obstacles, there may be challenges, you may be challenged for uh putting food on the table. You may be challenged paying the bills. You may be challenged not being able to see your families that you want to this this holiday season challenge, whatever the obstacle. We tend to lose sight that all of these things, not only the highs, it's easy to say, well, when things are going well, that the highs in our lives happen for a reason. God put us here and he's blessing us right now with all of this greatness and wonderful, you know, pros- uh, uh, prosperousness this, that, that we are, are feeling and it's great. Um, that's, that's easy to say. But when you're challenged, when you're challenged, when the obstacles are risen and they become difficult and you're at a low point in your life, it's a little bit more difficult to attribute that to God. It's a little bit more difficult to attribute that to the plan that he has laid out for you. And you tend to become, you forget, you, we tend to forget that God plays just an equal part in, in your lows as he does in your highs. And I would, I would venture to say that he plays an even more prominent role in your lows because not only has he put you there, he's lifting you out of there. He's challenging you. He's strengthening you. He's making you more resilient this way. We can't, uh, it's easy to look at the highs and, and, and focus on the great deeds that God uh, provides for us, that he, that he puts, injects in our lives, that he intervenes in our lives. Uh, it's not so easy to, to think about the, the difficulty and the challenges and the obstacles that he, that, as his purpose, as, uh, as his plan, as his 
uh, handiwork that he's that he's laid in, out in advance for uh, for us. We want to attribute that to us. We want to attribute that to the world. But God plays an, an equal role in that because it's through that struggle, it's through that perseverance that Paul talks about, that perseverance uh, that we are supposed to over, overcome because, uh, because perseverance builds character, character, hope, and hope, love. Because, and that's the, the route that we should be taking that Paul says we should be, uh, we're supposed to glory in our sufferings because sufferings produce perseverance. And that we should be on a pathway to love. And what is God, God, if not love? What is God, if not love? So all roads in life, all highs, all lows, and all in between, lefts and rights, lead to Christ. And that's how we should focus ourselves as we give thanks this week. We should focus ourselves uh, intently, intentionally, purposefully. You know, in Matthew chapter 6, uh, verse 33, Jesus is speaking and he says, But seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. These things that he says, uh, that he mentions in that passage, in that sentence, he's talking about you know, what to wear, what to eat, how will I be clothed, where will I get my food and drink from. Look at all the things that I'm that these people are worried about in society. They're worried about how they look. They're worried about uh, their home. They wor- they're worried about their, sh- their shoes. They're worried about their clothes. They're worried about their food. They're worried about all these things. And what Christ is saying is that seek first the kingdom. Seek first his righteousness. Do the right thing. And when you do the right thing, thing all of this other stuff will be given to you it's going to be given to you you're going to and and in a practical sense in the most basic practical sense that makes total sense because in this world if you live by the commandments that jesus calls you to live by if you love god with all your heart mind soul and strength if you love one another as you love yourself what would you then do how would you then act? How would you then work? How would you then get along with your uh, colleagues? How would you then uh, get along with your classmates? How would you then get along with your employer? How would you then interact with the rest of the world? You would love them as you love yourself. If you would love God with all your heart minded so you would be nicer to people you would think better thoughts about people you would not be vindictive to people and if you would not be vindictive to people you would not feel that anxiety of anger that anxiety of conflict you would love your neighbor as you love yourself you would pray for your enemies despite the fact that they may spite you but you would feel better and because you would feel better you would then interact with the world better you would you would integrate with society and and the and have better interpersonal skills together and then because you've made friends because you've loved one another because you've been kind and courteous the other folks in your community in your circle in your company would see that you are destined for something better that you are uh, that you are suited for something better because of your temperament because of your personality because of your interpersonal skills because of your compassion and your and your humility all biblical uh, attributes all biblical characteristics 
and you would then move up in the world. You would then move up in your class. You would be. You would then move up in your company. You would then move up in society monetarily. You would then make more friends in the community, and 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 you would make more friends within the church organizations within the community, and you would take on prominent leadership roles. And then all of a sudden, I mean, your life just spirals better. So naturally, the food and the clothes and uh, the homes and the cars and all of that other stuff will be given to you. But first, you have to seek the kingdom. You have to seek his righteousness. And these things uh, will be given to you as well. You got to understand that statement. Yes, it's taken on face value. It makes sense. Seek seek, uh, God and good things will happen. But why? Because it changes you. When you seek Christ, you change. When you when you recognize that He is the Creator of all, and you're just uh, uh, living by His mercy and His grace, when you humble yourself to that level, the, the 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 benefits inside of following His commandments, following His commands, as and doing the deeds that He calls you to do, are are so complex. They're so exponential. Uh, they're difficult to even comprehend. And in that light, uh, it's the struggles that also make us who we are. It's the struggles who also make us who we are. It's the struggle that that perseverance that builds calluses on our psyche, that builds calluses on our mentality, our mental that, that develop mental toughness, that help us through these things. And that is, as well as the highs, as well as the the the. The blessings that we are called to uh, to follow Christ in, to receive all these things that will be given, as as Matthew six says. Um, also in Mark eight, uh, verse thirty four, Jesus is also talking about uh, to the crowd and, and and his disciples, and he says, "Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up the cross and follow me." So in the same light that all of these things will be given to you, stop worrying about your, uh, your clothes and your, and your cars and your homes and your uh, food and where you're going to stay and all these other things because you seek the kingdom and righteousness, they will be given to you. At this, at, uh, Jesus also says, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves. They must deny themselves these things. Deny themselves wanting such a nice car for no reason, such a nice uh, home for for no reason, just to impress other people, to to impress the world. These trappings that pretend that will give you something that will make you feel better. That is not the, the path to righteousness that's not the path to the kingdom that's not the path to the cross and no make no mistake ladies and gentlemen no make no mistake we as the christian american community that in order to find christ we must find the cross i'll say it again in order to find christ we must find the cross I'll read this passage again. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. It doesn't just say find the cross. 
It doesn't just say, uh, follow me. There were a lot of people who followed Jesus as he carried that cross up to Calvary. There were a lot of people who followed him. He's saying to pick up your cross. That's a burden. That's a challenge. That's a struggle. Something that's not easily fixed in this society, in this world, in 2019, in this country. There's no shortage of opportunities to find struggles, to find challenges, to find obstacles that need to be fixed within our selves, within our family, within our community, within our society, within our country. Pick one. There are countless items that need to be fixed. There are countless challenges that need to be fixed. There's countless crosses that need to be carried, that need to be picked up. And then you have to follow Jesus. That's the second part. You have to follow him. You have to follow him by being obedient to the Father. You have to follow him by sometimes being spit on and mocked and ridiculed and persecuted. You have to follow him willfully. Jesus could have came off the cross at any time. He could have risen up in power and might at any time and struck down everyone who persecuted him. He could have taken vengeance on the world. He could have taken vengeance on the people in Jerusalem. He could have taken vengeance on the Pharisees and Sadducees. He could have taken vengeance on those who just the other day were with them, were praying with them, that he fed. How many of the 5,000, how many of the 4,000 that when Jesus multiplied the loaves and the fish and fed the people, how many of those same people were out there cheering on his execution? The crowd chose to release a murderer, a sinner, Barabbas, over releasing Jesus. That's you and I. We are part of that crowd. Sometimes when it's good, when it feels good, when he's feeding us, we're with Jesus, and then when we're in that low spot, when we're in that anxious spot, we're in that angry spot, when we're in that downward spiral, we're part of that angry mob. We can be a part of that angry mob. Jesus says that you must take up your cross and follow me. That means in that low time, you must persevere. You must continue on. You must Pray for those who persecute you. You must stand strong. You must not relent. You must not let vengeance take, uh, take hold of you. You must not let the devil gain a foothold, as Paul says. You must not. Because if you do, you will not be following God. You will not be following him. And though you are saved through faith... It's the works that he has put you here to do. The last verse I'll talk about, it comes out of John 14. John 14, verse 12, Jesus again. These are all Jesus' words, so they're not mine. 
Never, never, never let it be said that these are my words. These are Jesus' words. John 14, 12 says, Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do greater things than these because I am going to my Father. Jesus is only here. His ministry has only last three years. You and I have 30 years, 60 years to do things. There are more people that we interact with than Jesus could have possibly interacted with in his human form. We have access to millions of people through social media. We have access to millions of people through uh, traditional media. We have, we have ways to communicate that have, we have never had before. So imagine taking the true message of Christ to more people than he could have reached. Than, than he could have reached during those three years. He still speaks through us. It is through our actions, it is through our works that his work is done. And so when he says, you will do the works I have been doing, that's what we are called to do as well. To pick up our cross, to follow him, do the works that I have been doing. And that's what we ask you to think about this week. As you give thanks for all that you've got, as you, as you, if you sit around your dinner table, your lunch table over Thanksgiving, you got a bird, you got a ham, you got turkey and dressing, you got uh, potato salad, you got sweet potatoes, you got whatever it is you got. And you give thanks for the, for the blessings that God has provided you in this world, in this life, this time, this right now. Those odds are astronomical. So thanks is warranted. We'd also also ask you to think about what you could be doing, what more you could be doing in your life, in your in the life of your family, in the life of your community, in the life of your country. Through any outlet, wherever your gifts lie, whatever your talents are, whatever you can provide to the community, it should be a burden. It should be a cross that you're going to have to pick up and follow Christ in and carry it. Think about that. Think about what, what cross you can be carrying for Christ and that there is no greater opportunity than right now to, 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 to seek out that cross, seek out those challenges and pick them up and follow Jesus. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, as always, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. We don't ask for donations. We ask for participation. We want you to participate in the community. Be a member of the community. It's easy to simply ask for money and hopefully that you get that people are charitable enough to give. We don't ask for that because that's not our goal. We don't need it. We don't want it. We would much rather have you participate in the Christian American community. Participate. By going to ChristianAmericanTees.com and pick yourself up a Christian, some Christian American apparel. Show the world through your actions, through your deeds, uh, through your good works, through the fruit that you bear. That you are a Christian American. You put Christ first. You love this country. And those are the two priorities in your life. If you want to continue to be a member and a, a part of the Christian American dialogue, continue to like us, follow us, tweet us. Uh, vote for us, echo us on Parlor. For those of you who aren't on Parlor, the social media 
the social media platform Parler is a new social media platform, not trying to plug uh, their social media platform. However, we are on there. So we are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. We are on Parler. We are on YouTube. So subscribe to the Good Morning Christian American podcast, this podcast on YouTube. Go to youtube.com, search Good Morning Christian America, find the channel, subscribe to the channel, hit the little bell so you get notified every time a video drops uh, from us. You can also listen to the audio and subscribe to the audio only podcast on all platforms that have audio podcasts. So it's, it's Spotify, that's Apple Podcasts, that's Google Podcasts, that's Anchor Podcasts, that's any podcast platform. Search Good Morning Christian America. Subscribe to the podcast. Tune in for your uh, three time a week. I don't know what that would be. Uh, uh, tri-weekly, your tri-weekly dose of inspiration, education, and information on what's going on in the Christian American community and how to better involve yourself better orient your life towards christ and at least that's what we try to we try to the to bring to you guys that's the value we 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 attempt to bring to you guys and hopefully you get something out of it in this podcast is for you and with that ladies and gentlemen you guys have a uh, a, a happy thanksgiving a blessed thanksgiving um we will be uh on a on the podcast wednesday so we'll see each other again before before thanksgiving but nonetheless prepare yourself this week hopefully uh you you travel safe to wherever it is that you're going uh you guys stay on fire for christ stay blessed good morning christian america